The Speaker of the House was ousted for the first time in history. That's our top story today and where we're starting the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Wednesday, October 4th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Eight Republicans and 208 Democrats voted to remove Kevin McCarthy as Speaker yesterday. The move was led by Florida Representative Matt Gates and a group of far-right Republicans. They were angry that McCarthy relied on votes from Democrats to avert a government shutdown. It was all the culmination of a power struggle that's persisted throughout McCarthy's roughly nine months as Speaker. A lot of Republicans are now furious with Gates, and now they may even try to vote to expel him from Congress. After the vote, McCarthy told the press exactly what he thinks about Gates. Look, you all know Matt Gates. You know it was personal. It had nothing to do about spending. It had nothing to do about everything he accused somebody of he was doing. It all was about getting attention from you. I mean, we're getting email fundraisers from him as he's doing it. Join in quickly. That's not governing. That's not becoming of a member of Congress. It's not clear who will replace McCarthy, who said he won't run again for speaker. Patrick McHenry, a Republican from North Carolina, will serve as the temporary speaker. But this is the first time that this has happened in Congress's more than 240-year history. So there's a lot we still don't know, like whether the House can pass legislation before it elects a new speaker. Number two. Donald Trump was ordered to stop talking about court staff in his fraud trial. The gag order came from the judge overseeing Trump's civil trial in New York. The trial is looking into alleged business fraud committed by the former president and his company. The order applies to all parties involved in the case, though it appeared to be primarily aimed at Trump. The decision came right after Trump posted negative comments on social media about one of the judge's staffers. He also included a picture of the person. This kind of behavior from Trump isn't new. He's repeatedly responded to legal scrutiny by attacking officials who were involved. The judge warned of serious sanctions if the order is violated. At number three today, Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty to three felony charges yesterday. Just to recap. Hunter Biden is accused of making two false statements in 2018 when he completed paperwork to purchase a gun. He's also charged with unlawfully possessing the gun. He appeared at a federal courthouse in Delaware to enter his plea. It opened a new phase in the high-profile prosecution of President Biden's son, and it could result in a criminal trial coinciding with the 2024 election campaign. For our fourth story this morning, more than 75,000 Kaiser Permanente workers plan to go on strike today. Kaiser and the unions representing its workers have been locked in debate for six months. Now their contract has expired, so the healthcare workers plan to strike over concerns about wages, outsourcing, and staffing shortages. They say those shortages are increasing their workloads and jeopardizing patient safety. 
The three-day action would be the largest healthcare strike in U.S. history, but Kaiser has said that its hospitals and emergency departments will remain open. An emergency alert will land on your phone this afternoon. That's story number five. So there's no reason to panic. It's just a test of the national emergency alert systems. They're designed to let the government reach hundreds of millions of people if there's a major disaster that affects the entire country. Here's what to expect. At 2.20 p.m. Eastern, your cell phone will probably vibrate and make a loud sound, and you'll get a push alert. A lot of radio and TV stations will also broadcast an alert. The alert sound is a unique tone. It'll probably interrupt classes and meetings and reveal the location of hidden phones. At number six, a new app can protect your online privacy for free. It's called Permission Slip. It's available on iPhone and Android, and it's made by an organization that you can trust, the nonprofit Consumer Reports. The app makes it easy to tell companies to delete your personal information and secrets. Our tech columnists use the app to order dozens of companies like Ticketmaster, CVS, and AT&T to remove his data. He called it the privacy app that snooping companies don't want you to know about. You can read more about it on our homepage. And at number seven, Fat Bear Week starts today. If you're not familiar with this magical week, here's what you need to know. Fat Bear Week is an annual competition between 12 beefy brown bears in Alaska's Katmai National Park and Preserve. Winter is coming, so the bears are eating up to 100,000 calories of salmon a day. They need to be as fat as possible ahead of their long hibernation. They're also snacking on berries and clams. You can play a role in choosing the new fattest bear. Go to explore.org to watch live videos of the bear's feeding frenzy. And you can vote for your favorite fat friends in a knockout tournament every day between noon and 9 p.m. Eastern through October 10th. That's Fat Bear Tuesday, when the winner is crowned. All right, you're all caught up. If you're liking the show, tell us what you think. You can write us a review on Apple, or you can even send us an email at the7pod at washpost.com. That's the number 7pod at washpost.com. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.